Hey, beautiful friends, and welcome back to Building a Life You Love. I have actually been remiss, and I missed a week. The honest truth is I was busy on lots of work, and there was also some extended family stuff going on, and so I am back. But truly, I just needed a little breather. I needed a breather because I was getting stuck on what content I really wanted to cover in this season. But today, I'm actually really excited. I'm going to actually talk about some of the cooking shows on TV and what I've learned from them and how important I think it is that we step into, that we think about these four things as we approach a life we love and as we approach work that we're passionate about. So that's what we're going to dig into today, and I cannot wait to talk about this. We are going to have so many good conversations this year. We are going to talk about stepping into an abundant life and business that God has called us into. For some of us, it might just be our lives. For some, it might be that we also are being prompted to uh, step into a business or ministry, whatever it might be, because that really gives us a life of freedom, right? Flexibility around our families and being able to step into what our true purpose is. So I cannot wait for the season. We're going to have great guests. I'm going to have great information for you. All right. Before we jump into today's episode, I just have two quick things. The first is if you're not already on my email list, please pause the show and head on over to kristenfitch.com and jump on my email list. Every week I am adding value to your week. I'm giving you tips and strategies for stepping into life and business how to master online tools, and how to step into the mindset and faith life you want. So jump over there and do that now. And all right, here we go. Well, the first thing is I love chef or cooking shows, but I really love the ones that are not just about a cooking competition. Those are fun, but I I can get tired of those. The ones I love are the ones that are weaving how cooking, how making a meal, how creating an experience for your diners or your guests or your friends when they come over, how you are literally creating art and you are showing them love. You are, you are showing them what can be done to create a moment for them an experience. And that's what I want to talk about today. The most, the the most recent cooking uh, series that I've been watching is on HBO Max called The Lost Kitchen. And it's not new. It's on season three or four. I'm in season three now. So it actually, I think they started recording maybe about four years ago, the the first season. So it was before COVID, um, at least a season or two, and then through COVID and into now. But it is where it showcases a restaurant in Freedom, Maine called The Lost Kitchen. And the chef's name or cook's name is Aaron French. It is a gorgeous show if you haven't seen it yet, because it's basically a, a all, well, it wasn't all female uh, staff who none of them were actually professionally trained, like going to culinary school. So some of them have experience, but they were not in going through the formal culinary route. They actually now in the last season that I've been watching have one um, guy that's working for them as well. But for the most part in the kitchen, it's all a female staff. But the support, the continued effort that Erin puts forth to create an exceptional dining experience for her diners. And she only has one service a night on the weekend. And she seats, I think it's 48 people or something like that. 
and she it's 12 small courses she goes through and she's literally trying to um provide moments memories and experience a connection to this food or maybe a memory they have of having um one of these uh, what would you call it a food the dish but also the actual ingredients and then how she can elevate that but why am i bringing all this up it's because as i watch it and as she talks about the moments she's trying to create for people she wants people to feel a um feel an emotion she wants people to elicit memories and she wants to give them an experience where it feels like she's welcoming in her best friends to her home and people do feel like that. They actually, you have to send in a postcard and you have to get your postcard drawn to get a dinner uh, service, you know, and it's a, you know, it's a more pricey restaurant because it's 12 different courses. But I will tell you the people that go there, they're literally giddy. Like they have just won the golden ticket. It is quite exceptional. And I have found myself laughing at the show and getting teary eyed, but it's all about what she's trying to create for her guests. And that is the thing that she's the most intentional about. Yes, she's intentional about getting fresh food from Maine, from the closest and best organic gardeners and people that go out and get the seafood, food on the boats and things like that. So she's definitely interested in sustainability and fresh, natural, the best ingredients she can get, which is all exceptional. And every week her, her, a menu is different based on what's fresh and available at in that season. But what really hit me is just how important it is for her to create these experiences for her guests. And it comes down to every single detail that she puts into the dinner, to the table and the tablescape and the flowers and the dishes she uses, the intentionality of it. And so why did I want to talk about this today? Well, I think there's four things that we can all ask ourselves relating to our lives, the way we're living our life, and then the work we're doing that are really tied into the way that these chefs around the world show up with this level of excellence, but more importantly, this level of desire to lift other people up through their work, through their passion. And let's see. They also, I've of course watched lots of the chef shows over the years and I've watched chef's tables, the chef table series. And one of the chef's table series featured a chef from India. I think it was Asha Pradham. And she talks about that she wants to give people and have them remember happy times. The gift is in her serving them. And she says, it's a hum human capacity to transform something into emotions. And I just thought that's so beautiful. And then there was a third chef that I'd written down some notes on. And let's be honest, people, who watches chef shows and writes down notes that isn't a chef? <laughs> Me, apparently. So there was another chef that was featured. It was a, a female Brazilian chef who had gotten two Michelin stars. I think maybe she might have been the first female chef on her own to get that some years ago. But she basically says her goal is to take you on a journey. That she's And she says she's serving up a story through her food, through her menu, right? Through the experience of dining at this restaurant. And she says, you know, she's, you're chasing childhood memories. And she says, because a taste lasts forever. So when we can bring forth a taste that someone, it reminds them of the, 
a memory they've had before, or of course they might for some be creating a new memory. But all of them have this in common where, you know, that chef, the Brazilian chef mentions, she's serving her soul on that plate. In other words, her blood, sweat, and tear are going into her work and her highest achievement is putting a plate in front of you, having an experience that evening that will allow you to really be transformed from where you're sitting to these memories, to this experience. And that's what I want to talk about for all of us. No matter what type of work we do, or maybe a hobby that we have, I think these chefs are just great examples of what I hope we step into or what I hope we can find more of. And there's four things I want to talk about. My first thing that I think all of us can consider is something that I'm going to take an idea that someone else mentioned and then kind of expand on it. And it was actually a interview between Allie Worthington, who is a Christian author and speaker and entrepreneur, and Stephanie Smith, who is a um, book agent. I don't know if she's a publisher now, but, but anyway, so they're having a conversation on a podcast. And the question that they state is, what's the boldest statement that your book wants to make? But I would say that it goes a little further than that because, of course, not everyone is going to write a book. What I want to challenge you to say is, what's the boldest statement you want your life, the way you live, and your work to say? To say about you, but to say about your your excellence, to say about the way that you approach things, the way that you want to have connections with people, and the way that you want to show up and actually put art or work or, you know, purpose, your purpose into the world. So that's the first thing is write that down. What's the boldest statement you want your life and the way you live and your work to say about you? So what do you have to say? The next thing is, how are you going to lift other people up in your life and especially in the work that you show up to do? Like every one of these chefs, they literally want to elevate they want to lift people up through the experiences of these um, guests coming and dining at their restaurant. It is not just about going to an Applebee's and getting a burger. We are talking about something different. These people feel called and have purpose behind creating this food and serving these people through food. It is literally an expression of love. So how will you lift other people up in the work you do? And that could even be that you're a stay-at-home mom and the work you do is raising your children, but it is still the work you're doing, right? It is your purpose it, this, in this season, at least. The third thing I wanted to bring up is what journey do you want to take someone on? Each of these chefs in their own way, the examples I'm giving, they're all taking their guests on a journey through the evening. So for instance, Erin from Lost Kitchen She's using all fresh main ingredients that are currently in season, and she's pairing them with reminders of the things that her mom or her dad or her um, grandparent passed down to her parents, you know, recipes. And then she's elevating those recipes. But she's she's making she's telling a story through her 12 courses and through her experiences and then through her food, through the menu. And my question is, what journey do you want to take someone on? Because we've got to take them on a journey. We truly are serving up a story, as the Brazilian chef said, with work we do. So whether you're a coach or you wrote a book or you are a teacher, but we are all taking someone through a journey. So whether that's our kids, 
or our friends with, you know, the way that we engage with them and have fun, or whether it's because we sew or we bake, we're taking them on a journey to remember that fresh, warm, crusty bread with the butter, or we're coaching people and we're taking them on a journey of transformation from, you know, where they're at to where we're, where they want to go. All of it is a journey. It's a transformation. So I think the question you need to be asking yourself is, what journey do you want to take someone on? Or what transformation do you want to help someone have? The fourth thing that I wanted to mention is, where or for what do you have a burning passion to share something with? What is it? We all have it. Now, maybe right now, that burning passion of yours, the thing that you love sharing with people or that you love doing or you love thinking about or you love reading about or doing with your hands, maybe it's not a burning passion right now because you're super busy. Maybe you're in a season of working full time and you're taking your kids at river at night or you're going through a season of taking a loved one to therapy or diagnosis. But the question is, what is the thing that you continue to go to or you want to learn more about? You know, maybe you've gotten really good at gardening and you love creating beautiful, fresh produce. And yeah, maybe it's not a business right now, but maybe that's what you love doing is getting your hands in the dirt, in the soil and seeing it come through nurturing into a full crop, a full bountiful garden. Maybe it's writing, right? And your burning passion is, is that you have a story to tell and you need to tell it. You need to share it with other people. But I promise you probably have something. You have hobbies or you have work, or at least you've started on a work or a project that you have this interest that not everyone has. I've shared before on the podcast. One of my interests is definitely Christian inspirational books and products and things like that. And of course, I love lots of other things and I really enjoy food and I enjoy cooking, but I never wanted to be a chef in a restaurant because I didn't want those hours. Now that doesn't mean I couldn't do something else with it, but what I'm trying to say is we all have these different unique interests, these things that kind of tug at our heartstring or that make us curious to learn more about something or to, to get better at something. So the question is where or for what do you have a burning passion to share with other people? And if you're not already sharing it with other people, my question is, is it something you should be sharing with other people, passing it down or offering a little class or a course or writing a book about that topic or being a mentor, maybe a companion, you know, for people that are going through um, loss. There's so many things. The question is, where is that passion showing up in your life? whether a hobby currently or in your, your purpose, your work, and how can you do more of that and less of the things that are just the busy, that are just the, I guess, the, the noise. How do we laser in on the things that we have a burning interest or passion or desire to keep learning? That, I think, right, our boldest statement and how we can lift other people up what we want to take people on this journey. And then this passion, if we can bring all four of those things together, I don't know how you can, you will be unstoppable. You will be unstoppable because you're going to bring together your enthusiasm and your excitement for something, whatever your thing is, you are going to understand how you can help people right from A to B, how you're going to serve the world, right? You're going to feel 
purpose when you're lifting others up, when you're taking them on a journey to improve or to gain knowledge. And then if you're clear on the boldest thing you want to say in your life or with your life, in the way you live, in your work, you're going to be speaking your truth. And friends, those things, they will move you forward. And so my thing is, go find the shows, the podcasts, the, you know, the um, documentary or the, the TV series, like The Lost Kitchen, that inspire you, that get you excited, whether you like cooking or not. It's watching her passion, watching her desire to keep elevating and creating this gorgeous night for her guests, this night to remember, you know, that they'll remember forever. They'll take these memories with them. They'll talk about it forever. So how do you create these experiences in your life for other people and in the work you're doing? That's the question. And an example is I just had an interview earlier today for the Faith-Filled Woman podcast, one of my other podcasts. And my guest was talking about the first book she ever did was in 1992. She's done 14 now books. And her first book was because she used to host people in her home quite a lot every month, about a hundred. And she would provide all the food and refreshments on a one income budget. And all these women over the time were asking her, how did you do this? And she would go to the library because this is (laughs) pre-internet And she couldn't find any books on the topic. She couldn't find any books that would help these other women. And so she decided eventually, oh, well, hold on. I I could just put this information together myself. So she did. But that's what we're talking about. She had a passion to serve and host these other people, these families, you know, from a faith perspective. She wanted to lift others up, which is why she was hosting them and then trying to help these other women do the same. Her boldest statement was, is that she wanted to be Christ-like in her hospitality, right? By welcoming and helping others by giving. And then the journey she wanted to take them on is how can she help other women do the same, which is welcoming others in, inviting them in, giving them the invitation and showing them what true servant giving and um, love look like, right? Love in action. And so that's an example of what I'm talking about. These things came together. And so eventually she wrote the book. Her intent was never to even write the book. It was just to serve and host these people through a faith-based hospitality. But it became so much more when she realized that she could do this next step to empower other women to do the same. That's the sort of thing I'm talking about. So how can you step into these four things and really elevate how you live your life, the way that you want to speak in your life and how you want to show up in purpose and your passion. So I hope this will inspire you at least to take one small step to shift one perspective and maybe to find something that engages or excites you and just keep getting curious about it, getting excited about it and just going a little further every time. You know, so like I said, it doesn't matter what it's about, but just keep showing up and putting out something into the world, something that you're passionate about, something you love, something that gets you excited. And I actually want to wrap up with a quote from Bob Goff in his book, Undistracted. This is what he says. Here's a truth you can take to the bank no matter how long you live. The clarity of purpose, undistracted energy, selfless love, and unselfish pursuits you bring to the world will be your legacy 
Everything else will look like a distraction by comparison. You guys, that is so good. And it's exactly what I was kind of getting at. How do we show up in purpose, have focused energy and enthusiasm towards something, show up in servant or selfless love and have pursuits that we're bringing something to the world that we are so excited about sharing, that we're going to help transform people or bring them on a journey. That's going to be our legacy. So let's get going and let's show up in the world without distractions or comparison so we can actually do the work we are made to do. Until next time, I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can discover the show and connect to our community. 